Detective Ricardo Pierce stared down at the evidence bag containing Jenny Lou's cell phone, and the number 14 flashed across his mind. Why the hell is the phone bagged? Bob Gerald asked. He was Pierce's partner and a good cop, but also had a tendency to be lazy at times. Gerald was a twenty-year man. He was looking to put in his twenty and then retire to half-pay for life. His wife had already retired from her job at City Hall. Both she and Gerald were only in their forties. Despite Gerald having more years on the job, Pierce was the senior partner. Although he was younger than Gerald, Pierce had been a homicide detective for over a decade, while Gerald had only transferred in from auto theft two years earlier. To Gerald's credit, he didn't resent his junior position. Rather, he recognized Pierce's experience and skill at homicide investigation and had learned much from the younger man. Pierce pointed at the patrol car parked in front of them, and more specifically, at the young cop who called them to the scene. It was the kid's idea, and a good one it was. We may just have discovered victim number 14. Gerald rolled his eyes. Oh, not that shit again. I keep telling you, just drop it. God, the last thing the department needs is a serial killer. Those bastards are always a bitch to catch, and in the meantime they bring nothing but bad press. Who needs us looking into that shit? Pierce stared at his partner. Who needs us looking for the killer? Future victim number 15. That's who. Gerald looked embarrassed, then turned and pointed to a coffee shop on the corner. Well, you're playing Sherlock. I'll go get us some coffee. Fine. And remember, I want it black, no sugar, no nothing. I remember. But I'll be damned if I know how you can drink it that way. I mean, what's the point? Pierce smiled. A medium coffee will be fine, and I'll pay for lunch later. It's a deal, Gerald said, and walked off to get the coffees. The young cop came over with his partner, an eight-year veteran named Tubbs, who Pierce knew slightly. Tubbs was black, tall, and round, but the round was a lie. Pierce had once seen him run down a teenage suspect in less than a block and not even break a sweat. Tubbs grinned at Pierce as he slapped a friendly hand on his rookie partner's shoulder. So, Pierce, what's the verdict? Is that phone a clue or just a lost phone like I told the kid? The rookie sighed. His name was Jake Collins, and he had been on the force for less than a year. He was blonde, early twenties, and just shy of six feet tall. I never said it was a clue. I just said that it reminded me of the way that other girl went missing, you know. Sue Kim? Her father found her cell phone lying in the gutter just like I found this one, and the girl who owned this one has been missing for nearly a week. Pierce held up the bag with the phone in it. I don't know if this will help us locate Jenny Lou or not, but finding it was good work, Collins. If she was abducted, we now know where it most likely happened. Jake Collins grinned. I've been eyeballing gutters everywhere we went. I almost couldn't believe it when I spotted it. The radios attached to the cop's collars squawked. Tubbs answered and listened. When he was done talking, he tapped his partner on the shoulder. Let's go, kid. We got a shoplifter at the Mini Mart.
Collins nodded, waved goodbye to Pierce, and sprinted back to the patrol car. Tubb shook his head. The kid's a tiger. He treats every call like life or death. I remember being that way, Pierce said. I couldn't wait to put the uniform on in the morning. Tubbs waved goodbye. I better go before he leaves me. See you around, Pierce. Pierce said goodbye and watched the patrol car take off. A moment later, Gerald returned with the coffees and handed one to Pierce. Black, just the way you like it. Thanks. So what's the story with the cell phone? I'm going to drop it off at the lab, and then I'll speak to Lieutenant Dyer again, try to make him see what we've got here. These girls aren't just running away. They're being abducted. Yeah, but Rick, there are no bodies. There's no evidence of violence, no evidence of anything.